Welcome to the Gate 7 International Podcast, your official English source for all things Olympiakos FC and Greek football. The first day of training is when I realized, oh, this is why they win the league every year. When I, I spoke with Kevin, if I'm going to sign or no for Olympiakos, I say, you're a pretty good deal, like my friend. I can't speak, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, my Saga para poli periaos. Imegavos panda olimas. What's up, everybody? Gate 7 International back at it again on a Sunday. It's a very nice, I don't know how it is in Europe, but it's a very cool Sunday today. I think we're at 22, 22 Celsius down here. Not bad at all. What's it looking like over there, Costa? It's fucking boiling, man. It's like 32 <laughs> degrees in Brussels. In Brussels, that's like 40 degrees in Greece for, for those of you. Yeah, here in the north, it just gets hot. Got the AC on. It's um, yeah, day, day in the pool today, mate. Otherwise, just not possible. Oh, uh, very different. Sorry about that. It's lovely down here. So I do apologize for that. No red and white for me today, boys. Sorry, you got the I got the Bukamiso here looking a little bit classy. I do have a scholarship dinner I have to go to later for a HEPA. Shout out a HEPA. Uh, for those of you that have kids, if you're thinking about a HEPA, they do scholarships. That's where I'm going to be presenting scholarships later. So check that out. And if you haven't done so already, don't forget to hit like and subscribe on our YouTube channel, on our socials. Help us continue to grow this red and white community. It gets bigger and bigger literally every week. Every week, it continues to swell. We bring new, newer and newer followers all the time, and it continues to get bigger and showing our support for the red and white, our favorite Olympiacos. And lastly, everybody, for you betters out there, there's a lot of you sports betters out there, I know you guys have DM'd us, asked us about uh, sports betting, what we could use, especially those that were based in the U.S. Uh, we are now sponsored by BetUS. You can use a, our promo code GATE7INTL at betus.com.pa, and you can get a 125% deposit match. So if you deposit $100, you end up with $225. And on this journey, we're going to try and help you guys. We've also started doing some betting ourselves. You might have seen it on social media. We're not that good at it yet, but we're figuring it out. As the season rolls along, there'll be some more data. We can make better and better picks. So we're going to be going along this journey with you guys, and hopefully we all can make a little bit of money. And if you guys haven't checked it out yet, The Conrad De La Fuente deep dive is live. Minor technical issues this morning. We, we're sorry about that. Nothing that we really, it wasn't our fault, I promise you. Never an issue we dealt with before. Hopefully we don't have to deal with it again. But the deep dive is out there. If you guys want to learn more about Conrad De La Fuente, uh, I did what I usually do. I watched so much footage on him. And hopefully I gave you guys enough information to answer all of your questions. Got a comment here from Eleftherios Machinis. Let me finish your last video, Adi, then start the live stream 10 minutes to go. Sorry, buddy. You're going to have to save the last 10 minutes until after, after this live show today. But uh, it's, there's some good stuff in there I hope that you guys like. And I hope you guys enjoy it. Excellent. Well, we've got a lot, lot of stuff to get through today. Um, The fire in the chat is being stoked already. Transfer talk, transfer talk. We're talking about Vombas. And now we're talking about transfer tsunami potentially this weekend leading into the 15th of August celebrations in Greece. It's normally that time of year, actually, when things do happen in Piraeus. Now, where, where do we start? Do we want to start with the easy stuff or do we want to start with the, with the more, more hot stuff? I mean, maybe I listened to Ari's deep dive earlier on, on Conrad de la Fuente. I'm not going to give everything away. There were some, uh, a few things that I took away from that, like we haven't seen a player like this since Daniel Pedense. Not to say that he's Daniel Pedense level, but this is a player that can take people on. It's something we don't have in the squad today. We have Gary Rodriguez, but as Ari said, Gary Rodriguez is out every other game. We cannot rely on him. So I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing this player. And the other thing I really took away from, from the deep dive, besides the you know amazing analysis Ari always does on goal creation, possession, build-up, characteristics, defensive capabilities, etc., is that this is a 
low risk, high ceiling transfer. It's loan plus option. If he's good, the option is 4 million. We take him. If we don't like him, we send him back and back to the drawing board next summer. Not something that hasn't happened before. So I'm I'm quite excited to see this guy, uh, especially given the lack of creativity and penetration that we've that we've had on the wings, and finally a, a player that can stick to the line, uh, give us some width, and then throw the ball into space. So I'm looking forward to to seeing him. You and me both. It's at least something new, something fresh, something that doesn't already exist in the team. So at the very least, that's something there. So. I hope you guys check it out and then share us, share with us your opinions on it as well. If you agree, disagree with what we've heard or what we've said, let us know. We love the feedback, whether it's positive or negative. Indeed. Just going to the chat message from Elefterios. Uh, same goes for us. Uh, yes. Lefteri, thank you for the company that, that you keep us. As we always say on this show, Without you guys, this show would not be possible. We wouldn't continue. So thank you guys for your support. Um, look at my eyes, DC. We had Bombers, now we have Tsunami. Let's see. I think it's going to be one of those nights, guys. Like um, we're, we're going to be trying to multitask here at the same time, keeping an eye on socials because um, there is a there is a feeling generally that something might, might come out tonight. So we've seen... Um, Costas Carapapas, Vagelis Marinakis, Christian Carabé in the stands today at, um, at Nottingham Forest for their first home match in the Premier League after, what is it, 24 years or 23, 24 years, I can't remember. And and then later on this evening, Costas Carapapas is back in Platia Alexandras at Olympiakos' HQ writing things about transfers on his on his Instagram stories. So, you know, how how the hell did he get from the, the from the city grounds to Platia Alexandras in a couple of hours? Obviously the, the chairman's got the Learjet and sent him. Would he really give the Learjet to Galapapas or there's somebody in the Learjet with him? I'm I'm speculating, but it seems that, that something is going on, some rather cryptic uh, tweets from Nikos Kotsis as well. <laughs> so we're, I think we're expecting we're expecting something if not tonight tomorrow definitely in the coming days uh, whether or not these pl this player or these players are going to be available on Thursday is is another question but things are are, are definitely happening like what are you what's your read Ari things are things are definitely happening uh, it's going to be the summer's already been interesting the season's going to be interesting uh, real quick, thank you, Leferios uh, Machinis. Thank you so much for the donation. Anything that you guys do really helps us to continue operating the show. Weird year for our lovely team, he says, but I'm really excited to see what is coming. It is, it's going to be a really weird year, I think. A lot of transitions, a lot of changes. Uh, and the summer's already been kind of uh, a sign of that. So a lot of crazy things happening. I, I I don't know what to say, man, because there's a lot of names coming up, especially now. There's all and there is movement. There's continuous movement. I'm just excited to see what happens. There's because of Corbett what we've seen in the last two weeks and the energy that we he's he's gotten back into some of the players at least. It gives me hope, and it's a little bit dangerous because you don't like to have hope and then have it shot down. But I I do have some hope for this season so far. No, it's interesting the way you put that. Um, let's let, let's talk about this now because I think this is what a lot of people want to hear from us. So, this guy here you see in the picture, his name is Weijo Huang. I don't know if I'm pronouncing that right. I give it my best shot. This is the 29 or 28, 29 year old striker that played for Bordeaux last season in League One, South Korean international. Again, striker. So this guy, he played, played, still playing for Bordeaux, actually. A team that is a historic team in, in France got relegated last year. They had an appalling season in which he played around 32 games and scored 11 goals for a team that got relegated. Pretty good numbers for this guy. Now, story goes, there's a tweet that came out yesterday from footy insider... 247 on Twitter. This is a 
I think a, a profile that has over 70,000, 75,000 followers or something. And they say Nottingham Forest are in, are in agreement doing a deal with, with Bordeaux for four or five million to bring in Weijo Huang to Nottingham Forest. And he will be loaned to Olympiacos immediately. And this went pretty much everywhere, was caught on. Nikos Gotis tweeted about it. He wrote, no, he wrote an entire article on it. Wrote an entire article on it. Didn't confirm or deny, but he took the time to write an entire article. Now, we always try our best to to do our homework okay we never go out and say something without rigorously checking we have our network of contacts yes we're not professional journalists but we've met enough people along the way that help us people in in good positions in the football world in the journalist world people that we've interviewed here on this show so we spoke with people yesterday and we were told by our sources that the deal was done. There were some hesitations from the player in a sense that the Greek league was not his priority option. But the information that we had coming from yesterday morning was that this was happening. That this, is, this is a real story. And we put that out there on our socials, on Twitter, more of a word limit there. On Instagram, you have the full story, pending discussions with the player at the end. Okay, so then came a denial very quickly after we put that message out. Denial from the club officially. Now, again, I'll say this, guys, could be tactical. I think there's something there. We've seen articles from Kostas Nikolakopoulos today as well, pretty much admitting that there is something there. Talks may still be ongoing. Transfers are complicated, guys. Uh, I don't. I can bring up multiple examples, and you know, Kylian Mbappe is the best one, I suppose, this summer. Yeah, we're not talking about Kylian Mbappe type transfers, but if you believe some of the best journalists in the world, like then he's been at Real Madrid for the last four months or however long it is. So things happen in transfers. Uh, people can get on a plane to go and sign for a club and they can take the plane back. So we're following up with that. As soon as we know more, be sure you'll be the first to know on that one. I think that would be an absolutely fantastic signing. I think he would come in and really fight for that spot um, as, a, as a number one striker. And uh, I would love to see that happen. Yeah, you and me both. I think it would be a great signing. And it's we also have to point out this isn't the first time that the club has come out and denied a signing or a rumor about things. It's pretty much standard procedure. So I just wanted to put that out there as well. But I think I think uh, just I've taken a little bit of a I'll say a terse look, a brief look at the player. And I think that at the very least, at the top down level, there's something to be sort of excited about at the very least. So, and of course a deep dive, if he does sign for the club and it, it gets revealed, I will always do the deep dives for any player that signs so that we can get more information out to the fans about what he could bring to the team. Indeed. What else do we got? We've also got this one. Alvaro Gonzalez, central defender, 32 years of age from well, Marseille, he's a free agent now. He got in a fight with the, the previous management, I believe, and he's one of the players that's been mutually, it's been mutually agreed that he terminates his contract as a free agent. Quite a few clubs looking at him, both in, in League One. I think there's interest from Qatar as well. His former manager, Rudy Garcia, is out there. Um, any, any views on him, Ari? Uh, I got to be honest with you. I haven't looked at, I haven't really looked at him yet. The, the thing that concerns me with this name, not so much the player's, the player's ability, because from what we know about the player, I think he has ability, and I think he has a place on the team as it stands. But the thing that really means something to me is the rumor of him in, what does that mean for some players going out? 
that's what's more concerning about that the the rumor to me than the actual player itself it's the potential movement of somebody else that could be on the way out or the sale of a player we could even say so that's what's more interesting to me regarding that rumor versus the actual player itself yeah that's right actually and i think it speaks to this point a little bit um Sean Keenan says, hello, guys. Thanks for your outstanding work. My greatest concern is not arrival, but departures. If the right players leave at the right place, we can rebuild the team. If not, it's extremely hard. And when you look at the defence, there's... I, I think I've, I said it before. We Even under Martins, we didn't have a defensive partnership that was playing consistently. I, I feel like that's been the case for... The, the entirety of last season and you saw that in pre-season as well where you thought okay he's gonna he's got to try and like gel a partnership at the back and and funnily enough the best defensive partnership I think we've seen so far this this season at least in qualifiers was what we saw with uh with Bar and, and Cissé yeah um pretty good and I, I hate to say it but for me I don't know if Socrates is up to it anymore maybe he proves me wrong Maybe he goes, maybe he stays. I, I I expect more from from him, and I expect more from from Manolas. But you look at all those defenders that we have, and none of them has a profile of a ball playing centre back. Um, Alvaro is pretty decent on the ball. I remember from from his time at Marseille. We played against Marseille a couple of seasons ago. Let's not forget what was it, the 2020-21 season during covid that was the the year of the pandemic and he i remember very distinctly the game at the velodrome in marseille he had a hell of a game just throwing his body everywhere blocking shots getting tackles in getting stuck in and from talking to to our i mean our friends in france this seems to be a player that will really ignite the fans that somebody that the fans will really take to and I hope this one happens. I'm not going to lie. And I know that there's some uh, some controversy over this player as well. Some some accusations of, of racism on the pitch as well. Uh, with, with Neymar, I think he was officially cleared uh, when that went to a disciplinary hearing. Um, just just to be clear, we 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 don't tolerate any forms of, of racism or discrimination on this show. Now. In terms of the player's ability, I think I think this is the type of profile we don't have at the back. Yeah, and and look, I, personally, I'm going to say, even though I I desperately hope I'm wrong, not just as a Greek, but as a fan of Olympiakos that wants Greece to succeed and see some of our some legends, Greek legends, Greek players that we've loved for the last ten years, we want them to succeed too. I desperately hope that we're wrong and Socrates maybe can succeed and Manolas can succeed in this system. The only problem for me is the the mobility that's required to play in this Corberon system. Look, in two weeks, we've already seen a little bit of what's required of all of these players, the movement that's required. And unfortunately, it's as it stands with Manolas, I think he's more likely to be able to maybe transition better, get hopefully figure out a way to physically age back maybe a year or two and be able to get some of that mobility back. But I, Socrates for me, this is, this is a tough cookie for him. He's never been the most mobile of guys. He's never been the fastest of guys. And this is a system that requires mobility. So we'll see what happens. But uh, I, I think overall, I'm not super worried about the transfer because I think the profile fits for us anyway. But yeah, uh, my concern is more with the fact that this system, we have a lot of, we have a lot of uh, circular holes to fill with square pegs to put in them. So that's that's sort of the issue here. But we'll see what happens. I'm excited. Yeah. Now, I know this show is live, but Ari, I'm going to ask you a favor because, uh, okay, some people on the show, don't know if I've mentioned this. So I have two kids upstairs. It's nearly 11 o'clock. They're not sleeping. And I have a pregnant wife as well. So I need to go upstairs. And I know Ari needs to go in 25 minutes. Ari, do you mind taking over? Um, you, and I'm gonna I'm gonna hop out. And if I come back in, I'm gonna come back, guys, and I'm gonna continue the chat. Okay. So wish me luck. I'm gonna go upstairs, try and get the kids to sleep, and hopefully I'll be back in 20 minutes and I can keep going. All right. I leave you in the capable hands of Ari. Peace and love. Love all you guys. Thanks for keeping up with us. I'll be back hopefully.
Absolutely. Well, boys and girls, the, the next segment, I'm going to drop the link also to get your opinion for those of you that are willing to jump on here with me because it's never fun to do a solo by yourself. You always got to have some people that want to talk to you that want to come and hang out. So please, by all means, if you want to come hang out, we're, uh, I just dropped the link. Come on in. We can have a little discussion because the next part of, of, the, of the show we want to talk about is the UEFA list. And oh dear, oh dear, am I going to be able to show you guys the UEFA list? Yes, I am. Nope, I lied. It's not going to work because it's Costas. Well, the UEFA list, we saw that there were a couple of people that um, that are have been added to the list, we should say. And oh, there it is. The UEFA list is working. Let me size this up a little bit bigger so you guys can see it. This is the, the new UEFA list that has been submitted for the upcoming playoff round. For Libyakos. As you can see, for the goalkeepers, no surprise, we have Tomas Bachlik, we have uh, Tolakis in, in the back, we have Cisse, Manola, Gonzalo Avila, Ba, Adruzos, Rebchuk, and the return of Risalco. He's back, he's no longer injured. So we hope, hopefully, he's going to be 100% okay for this game. And Gutris, gotta tell you, I was kind of surprised. We are. We are super excited. We are super excited to see him back. I I have missed him for a long time. Leonardo Gutris, we are guys, we are super excited for this. I hope, I really hope he succeeds. This is a player that I I really enjoyed during the Martins era, especially the first season. And the injuries have really been tough for this guy. Uh, I really hope that he can find his way back under uh Corberan. Corberan likes to give chances to everybody. So let's see if he can take the opportunities. Then in the midfield, we have Kunde. Madi, Agibu, and Vila. No, no real surprises here. Um, outside of, of course, uh, Inbam Wong. He is, we got his papers in, so he is going to be joining the team. Hopefully, Gary Rodriguez can stay fit for more than uh, a day and not get injured again. And then, of course, our three, our three strikers, we have El Arabi, Hassan, and Mar Marius Versailles is making a return. Uh, one other little quick bit of news. Some of you have already commented on this already. Uh, Ali Agic is training with the first team. He's been brought up from the B team, probably in the interim until we, we sign another striker. But hopefully he shows something and maybe we get some, uh, another decent striker, decent striking option for Libyakos. Uh, so we've gone through the, the list. You also see list B, some guys from the academy, some of the, the B team guys, Kitsos, uh, Liatsos, Celios, Doe, Papo, uh, Papadudi, sorry, the goalkeeper. So some very nice, interesting options there um, and really fun stuff here. So we actually have somebody that's brave enough, it seems, to join. Uh, let's see what we got here. Paris, are you there, buddy? Yes, can you, can you hear me? Uh, we can. You're a little bit soft, but we can hear you. How are you doing? Uh, I'm good. I'm good. Uh, how are you? Doing very well. So you see the squad list. Give me your opinion on the squad list. What do you think? Uh, look, uh, I'm very happy that uh, Colberan is uh, giving a chance to players that uh, Martins uh, didn't want on, uh, even ruined, uh, and like uh, Kutris, uh, let's say, who with uh, who, who was loaned uh, for uh, like three seasons. Like uh, we had Oleg, and uh, mm -hmm. we had another uh, great left back Kudris, but uh, he didn't even choose him to play. So uh, that's not the point. Yes, that's what I want uh, to say. I'm very happy about this. Yes. No. It, I, I, a lot of us are. A lot of us are about that. A lot of people have been unhappy with Oleg. Uh, Oleg, unfortunately isn't as dynamic going forward as we would like. Nobody nobody holds against him his effort level because Oleg Lee does leave it all on the pitch. It's just unfortunate that going forward he doesn't do a lot for us. And that is the that is the difficult part of this. So um but what about some of the other names on the list? Uh are you excited for uh, our new Korean midfielder in Bamwang? Do you think he's going to play? Do you think Gary Rodriguez can stay healthy for more than a day? Look, uh, about uh, <laughs> Gary. Uh, <laughs> uh, we were uh, talking about this with a friend of mine who, 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 
what uh, Olympiakos uh, together. Gary mm-hmm. cannot play, my friend. Oh my God, he may be a very, very good uh, uh, winger. He has dribbling, he has shooting, mm-hmm. he has everything that we need. But come on, he's made out of glass. Uh, uh, yeah, <laughs> this uh, this should be legal. I like. <laughs> you know what I, I think. Mean. You know what I mean. I know, I know exactly what you mean. I think uh, I think Glass is probably built stronger than Gary Rodriguez is, to be perfectly honest yeah. with you. Uh, yeah, very that's, true, very true. Uh, who knows? But what, So give me uh, your opinion here, Paris. What do you think the lineup is going to be for the first leg against uh, Apollon? Mm, uh... Very good question. Uh, I don't think uh, there would be many changes as uh, Colberan uh, uh, doesn't really know the players very well as he's uh, in the club for like uh, two weeks or something. Right. So I don't think uh, he will uh, play the so unquote best players uh, mm-hmm. like he said last week. And uh, the changes I think will come once he makes the the transfers that he wants, and uh, a little time has uh, passed so that he can see what's going on. Yeah, I I I think you're you're pretty much right there. And honestly, if if I were Corbero and also personally, I wouldn't over tinker. You know, he's we have a little bit uh, we have a little bit. We'll say. Um, core a foundation of what he's he's put together in the last two weeks i think he should just for the for safety's sake build on that at least just to get us into the the group stage for europa league and then at when the season starts and you know things start to settle down more we're in the league we're playing in greece maybe we could do some more experiments there uh but i think for now that he should start with the core of what he started with so far and build from that uh so that's uh, that I agree with you there that's kind of where I think things should things should be it, now Paris I want uh, I have one more question for you before I let you go here buddy yes yes what do you think what do you think the score is going to be for the first leg uh, first leg is uh, here in Greece or uh, Cyprus I thought it was in Cyprus I'll double check that for okay, you real quick okay okay Cyprus uh, um, as I uh, sorry for my, my bad English, by the way. <laughs> Your English is fine. Uh, every every Greek we get here that says their English is terrible, it's always perfect. So don't don't worry about it. Your okay, English is great, okay, buddy. Thank you. Uh, I don't think the score would be high. As uh, okay, we don't play very very good football, and uh, Apollon uh, made a really good performance actually against Maccabi in uh, the second leg. He beat two uh, 0 I think so. He, it will be tough, but uh, I think zero um, one win for us. Not uh, not very high score. It would be Timio. <laughs> yeah, uh, <laughs> I agree with you. Look, we've seen we've seen just so far from what we just this summer, both under so far under Corbeton and under Martins. It's not like we create a lot of opportunities yet. We still have some issues issues in the final third, so I think a one a one nothing a one nothing scoreline. I think I think you're you're right. I think you're right there. I think that's a very measured opinion. So uh, I think that's a very a very good guess for the score. Uh, one now, Parrot. Uh, oh, go ahead. Uh, before I go, uh, uh, yes, uh, I started uh, watching uh, all of you guys uh, right after the Maccabi lost. We. I was in the stadium. <laughs> oh no, you went to the game. I'm so sorry, yes, man. Yes. Thank you for supporting the team, but I'm so sorry you had to witness that. It's okay. Like the last time I was uh, at Kareskakis, it was against Aris uh, in 2020, uh, the 4-2 win, which was uh, really good. Uh, Very nice win. I go, I go two years later and see this mess. Oh my god! <laughs> oh my god! I'm so sorry. Well, don't let that, don't let that dissuade you from going to more games. I have hope no, for no, this I... season with Corberan, so I, uh, I hope that the next game you go to, uh, you'll enjoy. I'm, uh, hopefully, I might be able to make it out to a game in the coming weeks. We'll see. 
Uh, we'll see what happens. Still working everything out for that and a and the trip to Greece, of course. But uh, I'm hoping myself, and hopefully, hopefully I don't get disappointed as well. <laughs> yes, yes. Uh, the, the keyword with uh, this uh, with the team this season is patience and faith. That uh, that's up. Exactly. Exactly. Well, Paris, thank you so much for joining us, buddy. Where are you calling from, by the way? Uh, I'm from uh, Redis, but uh, I'm actually taking uh, toast for a vacation. Very nice. Oh, you picked a great place for vacation. Well, Paris, thank, thank you so much for calling in, buddy. It was a pleasure talking to you. It was a pleasure talking to you. Too. Have a good night. You too, my friend. Kalinichta. Guys, thank you. Listen, thank you, Paris, for joining. Anybody else, I'm going to drop the link again. Give me your opinion. I want your opinion as well. Give me your opinion on these lineups. Give me your opinion on who you think could be starting, what you think the score could be. It's more fun when we all chat together. Let me know. I'll be waiting for somebody to join in here. And uh, in the meantime, we have some comments. I'm sorry I've been passing up the comments. We get more and more comments these days. It's harder to keep up with them. Um, so let's get, let's get right into it from St. Dem here. Uh, do you have any more info about upcoming transfers? Uh, so Gosta and I already kind of talked about, uh, some of the transfers coming in. We are on this every day. So we are constantly looking for, uh, for more transfer news, uh, getting more names, but there's a lot of names to sift through. And we also have to sift through things that are not always, um, realistic, we'll say. So we try, we try to work it out. We try to figure what, you know, take the, the good with the bad and, and sort through, sift through all of the information. So we're constantly working on that for you. And I promise you, we will get you guys the information. Once we have something that's solid, a solid lead, we will let you know, just like we always have. And we will continue to do on this channel. We do have somebody else joining us. Good old friend that has always chimed in to give us the latest for uh, not just the B team, for some of the academy players as well. Aguilo, how are you doing, buddy? I am good. How are you? Doing very well, my friend. Doing very well. Have you have you been to any of the games so far over the summer? Uh, not really. I have been in Sandorini oh, for some nice. time. Very nice. Um, but yeah, I haven't got the luck yet to go. Uh, to Karaiskaki, but I will. Oh, I'm sure, and I'm hope you. I hope you're able to give us uh, some more insight, insight right on the ground level, like you always do. Well, I'm gonna pull up the. Uh, I'm gonna pull up the list again. Oh, I lost you. There we go. I'm gonna pull up the list again. Uh, give me, give me your opinion on the squad list. What do you think we might see for the first leg? Um. I don't know if we are going to if Carlos is going to start with a four uh two three one. I think a ten will not be in the starting lineup. Uh, maybe three at the back with Rusalico. Um yeah, it's a mystery. Um Versailles is uh, something unexpected. I get Kutris. Um, what is the information about Leidner? Uh, was he injured? Um, I believe there was an injury that he carried and he wasn't fully fit. He did pick up a knock in training. That's why he wasn't fully fit for the, for the last. I believe that's correct. I know we discussed it on the last show, uh, and I believe that was, that was the case for this. So Leidner, I, I believe Leidner going forward is... He's going to be, he's, he fits the system at least more than Oleg does. So I don't, I wouldn't worry about that outright. If it was a, if it was a case where he, we brought him in and he's not part of the plans, we probably would have heard something about that by now, but uh, I'm pretty sure it was injury, but he's not going to be in these upcoming games against uh, Apollon. So. Okay. Well, yeah, as I said, Versailles is something unexpected. Yonikos um, wanted him. I don't know if he has, trained with the first team in the past few days. Um, I think he has started from yesterday. Um, and who knows? I think Carlos just wants to see him uh, a bit more. But I think there will be some changes in the list. De La Fuente uh, for the first. 
maybe he goes in for the Rodriguez. I don't know. Maybe Versailles also. Um, and yeah, I I dislike seeing Buchalakis there. Uh, <laughs> he scares me a lot because. Uh, as I've seen from the past games, in the past seasons, um, Buchalakis has Efteje, uh, say it in Greece, uh, for many European goals. Yeah. Uh, Wolves, in Marseille. So, yeah, many, many goals. Oh, sorry, not, Mar not Marseille, Porto. Porto is the one I'm thinking. Yeah, but first, the first game against Porto. Yeah, a whole mess. And the best solution is Surlis for me. <laughs> You're speaking <laughs> my language, man. I, I was, I was kind of bummed when he was sent on loan. You know, Martins did what he did. His decision was his decision. We'll see. We'll see what happens moving forward. I think. I think. You know, assuming how things go well this season, I think Gorbaron, and of course, if he does well in the Netherlands, I think Gorbaron gives him a chance. He seems to be giving a lot of people looks, a lot of people chances. I mean, if he brought Guterres back, Vrusai back, guys mm -hmm. that we thought were gone before, I think it's a, I think it's fair for us to assume that there's a very good possibility that next season, you know, he'll uh, Sorlis will have a chance, at the very least, a mm -hmm. solid chance at making some kind of uh, return or maybe being able to fight for a spot. With Bukhalakis, I'm going to reiterate the same thing I say about Bukhalakis every time. For um, He's definitely a confidence player. Uh, when one thing, one or two things go bad, it's like he just loses it and things just continue to get worse and worse and worse with him. But he does have he does have some technical ability, and he is he leads the team in when it comes to through passes, smart passes per ninety. So there is something he does have positives. He has he has plenty of positives about him. For me, it's if we can solve this part with him, then I think I think we do I think we can get something better out of him. Uh, I don't know, maybe it's just me, but I I feel like with the Greek players. We have to worry the most about mentality. And Bukalakis is no exception to that. But that could just be me. But that, that's just my opinion. I don't know how you feel about that. Um, yeah, I agree with you. Uh, Bukalakis has certainly lost his confidence right. um, over the half of the second, uh, the past season, the second half of the season. Um, but yeah, he has done some great things for us, but the most things are kind of awful. Um, <laughs> it I, I, didn't, I didn't mean to drop, to stop your train of thought. <laughs> it was just the way you said that was hilarious. Um, <laughs> I, li yeah, I like that. Truth. It's just sad truth. Another <laughs> suggestion from the B team, uh, I would say Dabo. Yeah. He has some. I think he has made some assists in the in the friendlies. Mm -hmm. um, sadly, for Libyakos B team, I can't get enough information. I really try to search a lot of things for transfers and anything, but I don't see any, I don't see much. Um, I want Libyakos B team to make an Instagram uh, page so we can be more informed. But they think it's an academy. I, I don't think it's an academy. I think it's players that are fighting to get the professional in the starter team. Yep. And yeah, as I said, Dabo is he's tall. He has some physicality. I think yeah, he, he could also progress the ball. Um, so yeah, I believe also that uh, Huang uh, will start. Uh, with Apollon. Um, I hope so. Anyway. I really hope he does. I, I I think he would work very well in that midfield uh, paired with Jan and Vila. Because uh, he, uh, he reminds me, I don't know if you saw the deep dive, he reminds me of Guillerme. And he has almost, he's almost like the perfect mix, like the a six that's not really a six. He's more of an eight. He could do everything very well. 
He can he can play alongside. I think if you have Jan and Vila as the pivot sitting in the back distributing, he can get forward. He can still play. He can defend decently well. He can do all of those things, and that's what we've been missing. So I I really hope we see him because I'm very excited to see him play. Above all the other players that we've signed or potentially are signing, I have been the most excited to see Huang play for us since the the rumors and the announcement of him coming. Yeah, what I also want more from the players, and I hope Corberan uh, gives it to them. Uh, I want them to scan the pitch more. Uh, yes. I, I have seen many times uh, one of our fullbacks being alone and our players are looking uh, at the advanced league, uh, are trying to pass to players that are being marked. And the bad thing is also that our players don't move. They sit still and wait for the ball. Have to be moving 90 minutes straight. Yeah. Um, and yeah, so since we were talking about some transfers and all that, I will give you a hot question. Okay. Uh, Olympiacos are searching for a 10. Um, you know where I'm going, where I'm going with this. Um, we, ha- we already have a 10. And his name is Costas Fortuny. <laughs> Aguilar, I'm going to tell you what I've been telling. I'm going to tell you what I've been telling everybody. Costa's been saying, hey, Costa, welcome back, buddy. He's not coming uh, back. He's not coming back, man. I know. Uh, trust me, as somebody, as somebody who has been a, a diehard fan of his for a very long time, just like you, Aguilar, I feel like you and I very, have very similar tastes when it comes to player profiles. As much as I want him to be back, for your sanity, just, just you just have to find a way to forget about him. It's like it's like one of those like those bad ex girlfriends, man. You just have to find a way to just stop thinking about him one day, and then the next day, and then eventually you'll stop thinking about him. Because if you do continue to think, it's going to drive you nuts. As much as I would love to see him back, he's very creative. Mm-hmm. I think the team needs his creativity. It's I don't see it. I don't see it happening. That's just my person, me personally, Costa. Oh man, we've we've talked about it so many times before. Why he's in the situation he's in, he's at fault. The manager is at fault. The club's at fault. There's there's plenty of there's plenty of blame to go around. I think in this situation, but I think there's a lot of things that we don't know. A lot of things that the club doesn't want to say because they want to protect the club, but they also want to protect the player as well, because he's been there for a long time. He grew up in the academy. He went away. He came back. He did everything he did. And guys, I mean, it's been seven years, I think, with Fortunis, and he's given some some great years. I think the um, you know the first season under Martins, the, se- the season under Marco Silva. So I, I can't see it turning around. I mean, there's been a change of manager, and he's not back. And he's not, it's not like he's training with the B team either. I, I just, I can't see this changing. So I'm kind of, for me, it's it's done, man. Like, uh, I just hope that they can find a good solution for him because I can't see him leaving Greece. I don't think he wants to leave Greece. I think he wants to stay in Greece. We might, we might have to swallow a pill that we don't want to swallow. Well, basically, there's two options right now is we pay him 1.7 million euro a year Oh, we let him right. go to another Greek club. That's kind of where we are right now, which is why nothing's happening. Yeah. Um, look, it's like you said before. Why would he leave Greece, man? He's a village boy from Kalabaka. Why would why would he leave, man? Why he wants exactly. to stay home? He wants to be. He wants to be. He wants to be with his family. Why would he? Why would he change that up? I I hear you. I hear you. Now, uh, Aguilo, I want to get. There's a comment here. Um, about Adruzos that I missed. Uh, uh, hold on, let me go find it real quick. And I, I want to get your guys' takes on this real quick from KN80, uh, KN803. Um, so just translating briefly, uh, Adi, uh, what do you know? Uh, tell us what you know about Adruzzo, your opinion. Uh, in the academies, he played... Uh, he played he played inside then he was an extreme uh in the basic team now he's playing right back um what's going on with the player so look guys adruzos when it came to martin's i don't know what martin's wanted out of this guy to be perfectly honest with you he filled a niche when we had a need at right back we had nobody else 
Um, so, and, and he did during a time where we had no production out of the right side, but he did a job. He's not, he's not a right back. He's not a real right back. And we saw that when we brought a real right back in that he couldn't do it. So I don't think, uh, it's tough, man. It's tough. Um, I like the kid. I like the effort that he gives. But it's just a question of, do you guys think he has the talent, the ability to play at the top level for Libyakos? And for me, I, th I think he's a good player. I don't think he fits in our midfield, of course. The, the midfield, as it stands with some of the players coming in, I, th I still think it's too stacked. I don't think he's a, the right back we want there either. I don't know what we do with him. It's, and it's sad because I, I appreciate the effort for the kid. It's just one of those unfortunate things is I don't, I don't know if he's a first-team player, if he'll ever be one. But that's just my personal opinion. Gostan Aguilar, I don't know how you feel about uh, the Adruzzo situation. Aguilar, Eba. Um, my personal opinion is sell. Um, with Martins, we suffered a lot from with transfers trying to search for players that are uh, playing in a lot of positions, and that loses the consistency of the team. And Andrutos now is deadwood, to be honest. Um, I don't see him fitting anywhere. Uh, with right backs, uh, we got discovered. Um, I, I believe Nikolic is better than him uh, from crosses also. Um, I think uh, he should uh, search for a new club. Um, or take a wage cut or something if he wants to stay with Olympiacos. Um, but yeah, uh, I think the best solution for our club is to sell him. Um, I believe he would fit for some Levadiacos or something. Um, yeah, I don't think he fits for with a, a top tier club, uh, mid and low. That's my opinion. Costa, to you. First of all, I think it's a really good question. It's something we haven't really we talked about a couple of times, and I've I've given my my point of view on on Andrutos and picking up on the question. I'll say I agree with the final statement. Um, KN eight hundred three says it's a little game at the If you're a player, and, and Andrutos isn't a young player anymore. But it feels like, you know, he's always been a young player at Olympiacos for the last decade. He kind of showed up under Bento and Bento bought him from the academy, played him as a, as a second striker, or like a number 10 when we played away at Aurauca in Portugal. Um, and then over the years, you know, we'd seen him at left wing, we'd seen him right wing. Last year, he was our voted most improved player, Gates Evan International Awards not the, the ones we just had the, the season before, because he's one of those players that has shown versatility and the only position he hasn't played is goalkeeper. And sometimes it's nice to have players like that in your in your squad that are versatile, that can fit into positions. And, and for the Greek league, I think he kind of, he has the standard to be able to play against, you know, the, the, the bottom, the bottom teams, the, 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 the lower tier teams. But it never helped his development, just being chopped and changed from one position to the other, going from, from centre mid to, to the wing, and now this, this prolonged experiment of him at right back. So uh, I, I think we've ruined him. That's my conclusion. I just, and I've said it in some tweets that I've posted on, on Twitter. I think we've ruined the player. And I don't know, I don't want to call him dead wood, but I just, what does he have to, to offer? I think it's better for his career that he goes somewhere else. I, I don't know if things change under Corberan. Maybe Corberan sees him as a centre mid and he starts to play him there. I can't see it. There's too much competition in the centre of the park now as well with the, the South Korean that came in, uh, in Bon Huang. Um, Kunde looks like the manager likes him. Still possibility of signing another player. Dabo, you mentioned Dabo. I... I looks like a very good player to me. I would like to see him in the first team. I heard that Korberan took, um, what's the name of the Czech guy? 
uh, Ilyagic or whatever his name is. He brought him to the first Ali team. Ali Yagic. He's in. He's training with the first team now. Maybe maybe it's not. It's not. Uh, maybe the next one is Dabo. So I don't know. That's my view. That's my view on Andrutos. But that's a, it's a good question. It's something we haven't we haven't talked about enough. And Aris, uh, for those of you that are, that are watching live, Aris has jumped out. He had to leave at 11 o'clock. He's got another another engagement. I'm back. You're stuck with me. Agilos, a guest with us. Aguilar, have you got any any other questions, any other things you want to talk about? Um, just we're still searching and searching for transfers and players scattered all around Spain and everywhere. But still, even with the new coach, we aren't looking at the B team. I believe that so much quality is around our team in the under 23s that it pains me to see it because there are many players and they get shared uh, play time. Um, do you think someone will get promoted? Um, what is the situation here? And we are searching for a goalkeeper for some reason when we have to like it. We are wasting his career also. And he's a he's a great player also. He's from us. Um, what's your take on this? Yeah, go goalkeeper position is complicated. I haven't I like the fact that we have a young keeper like Zolakis and there's a lot of talk about him. I've seen some good things from him, seen some things about him that I, I like less. Sometimes he does some he doesn't look so comfortable with the with the ball at his feet. Something that's really important for a goalkeeper in the modern game. Uh, then you know you see him. He likes to punch the ball. He normally gets a good punch to the ball when he when he when he does that. But the, 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 I think he still needs refinement. And I think for a keeper, it's not such a big deal that you're not really breaking into the first team at such a young age. I think like Nicopolidis broke into the side at Panathinaikos very late in his career before he joined us he joined us i think he was 30 already when when he joined us if i'm if i'm not mistaken so i don't know i don't know if the manager's going to be the one that would decide of course whether whether he thinks we can stick with dolagis or whether we need another keeper i think that vachlik to me looks a little bit shaky i think he does very well on some one-on-ones and his positioning is very good for for shots when when the striker is in front of him and he can he can make himself big he knows it's a position himself but but you know when when the cross comes in from deep from from the wings you, you're kind of you're a little bit scared because sometimes he just he doesn't come off his line at all or or, or he does and it's not convincing so i'm not I'm not 100% uh, confident with with Vachlik. I know he'll he'll make saves during the game, and he did make some big stops in the last game against. Uh, who did we just knock out? Jesus Christ! Slovan. <laughs> oh my God! Yeah, I, I don't know anyone that watched the game on on Thursday and then the post match live. It was quite a traumatic experience for all of us, having to go all the way to penalties. I I almost forgot who it was we're playing. Uh, so yeah, I, um, you're right, man. That the goalkeeper position is definitely something to to point out, and I won't be surprised if we make a move there. I hope it's not Pascalakis. <laughs> uh, I don't think. Yeah, that's I was just about to ask you about Pascalakis. <laughs> I, 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 again, I think if you have a Greek keeper from your academy, you support him. If you want to bring in another experienced keeper to challenge your num- the number one that we have right now. And not really like take away from Zulagis maybe next season because Vachlik's contract is up at the end of the year. I think you don't bring in a keeper like Baskalakis. Uh, you don't do that. So I'm I'm not in favour of, of that. I, I wouldn't like to see that happen. In terms of other B team players, I think we we mentioned Dabo. I think that's really the only one I can think of. To be honest, I would have liked to see Pinagas in the first team this year as a third striker. I think if you had, uh, if you were taking El Arabi and Tequino, Tequino's gone now. Uh, don't get me started on Hugo Kuipers. That's a perennial one for me. I think that's a huge mistake that we made. 
for fuck's sake, Pedro Martins, why did you, why did they not play this guy in 4-4-2? He's scoring goals and assisting every game here in Belgium with Ghent. And uh, there's already talk about him potentially being called up to the Belgian national team for at least friendlies. I don't know about the World Cup, but that, that for me, I will never let that go. I will never let that one go with Hugo Kuypers. That's all I got, mate. But uh, Aguilar, thanks very much again for, for coming on the show. Thank you. My so pleasure, my pleasure. A message to the fans before I leave. Please like, like subscribe, follow all the media and use code GATEINTL on BetUS. First of all, Aguilar, Thanks, mate. That was Aguilos calling from Greece, uh, old friend of ours, been following the show for a long time. Thank you for that shout out, my friends. We're going to keep going a little bit more, guys. Chat's still going. Send your questions in. I saw that somebody was trolling me uh, a little bit earlier as well, uh, saying that uh, something about Padofla. <laughs> for those of you Greek and non non Greek speakers, what else have we got? Uh, Labro, Sirmo. Labro, if you're if you're available, man, I'm dropping the link again. Do you wanna you wanna come and join me, mate? <laughs> Links in the chat. Anybody that wants to join in, if you if you don't if you think your English isn't good, or if you're embarrassed to speak English and you want to speak Greek, you can come on. We can speak some Greek. We're gonna go on a little bit more with the show tonight. Labros is saying, if we played Vachlik last season, we get past the Degorets for the record, says Labros. I'm not sure I agree with you on that one, Labro. Maybe he saves a penalty in the penalty shootout, but does he does he stop Ruben Semedo sticking the goal in his own net? Um, does he stop Bar from being Bar and getting sent off? Questions to ask ourselves there. Karina Polasos is your thousand says KN8003, Marias come to mind, of course, Panayas tomorrow, Mari, Panayotis, my wife is telling me from afar as well, Panayotis, I suppose. Little Spartan's comment, he's needed in, he's needed in the locker room. Uh, who's needed in the, in the locker room? Uh, can you clarify that one for me? Ah, Pascalakis is the best for the team of psychological aspects. Okay, so you think he's needed in the locker room. We've talked about the locker room in the last few episodes or for, for a while now. Uh, definitely some changes needed in general in the Olympiacos locker room. Some more positivity, um, some people that can that can bring the squad together, some some people that that bind the, the different nationalities some some good characters people with character people with leadership qualities that's something that i think is lacking or something that needs refreshing in the team right now uh, i don't know again i don't i'm not sure pascal Lakis is the one that's going to do that guys personally labra says last time i can't join the show for a while I'll be back next shoot next show okay labra <laughs> Well, the folks miss you, Labrador. We miss you too. Peter as well. We miss Peter. Um, Aguilar sending messages in. It was a pleasure being involved. Speak to you guys. Podcast has a place in my heart from the first glance. Keep it up. And we'll only go up from here. Look at my eyes, DC says. We pay Valbuena a couple of millions to be a joker in the locker room. We don't need Pascalagis. I think that's a little bit unfair. I, I I'm not sure what his contract is now, the one, the new one that he signed, but I don't think it's anywhere near the money that he he got when he first joined the club. And for, for what it is, Valbuena at 38 years of age, he gives everything he has on the pitch every time he goes out there. He doesn't take the piss. Then Devi, as we say in Greek, he's a serious guy. I don't agree that we should be relying on him. I've said that before. Maybe we need we need more. We need more characters in the dressing room. That's not enough. Labro says we'll have a good time next week after smashing Apollon. Okay, Labro. Let's see. Guys, sorry about my audio. It was a pleasure talking with you, and I'm looking forward to do it again. It's Paris from vacationing in Zakynthos, I believe he was. Kalaziakopes. 
your audio was fine, mate. Zach V says, Valbuena's contract is 1 million euros. Okay. I think that's a bit too much, man. Normally, like you, you have to have, you have to have things ready from before. I think we've said it before on, on this show. I think that the club was afraid to make changes. The club believed that we could make it to the Champions League with El Arabi renewing at 35 to 36 years of age and Valbuena as a as a guy that could come in as a cameo they put faith in pedro martins because he'd never lost a qualifying game besides being knocked out on penalties we'd come full circle with martins it's done uh, we've talked about it before don't need to talk about it again it's a it's a new beginning with this manager ari said it i've said it i think all of us on the show have said it we've seen good things good signals from this manager in terms of what he wants to do. He wants to get us playing possession football again, playing attacking football. We've seen elements of that in the last game as well. Fitness is a problem. I've seen some some people in the chat have, have talked about that. Why do we look so bad? What the hell happened at pre-season? We all have the same questions. We're not getting answers on that, officially at least. Um, we don't know what kind of training or what kind of plan Pedro Martins had for the team when he wanted the team to start peaking. Bearing in mind, we also have World Cup starting in November, December. Did we really need to have the players doing double trainings and also playing matches? Uh, what was it? Six friendlies in the course of 10 days. And before each match, a, a, big, a big training session in the morning. Was that really necessary? Uh, and I, I said it post-match on Thursday. Some of the players, they looked like they couldn't run in the first five minutes. That was that was really evident for me at least. Our uh, guys, we're getting up to an hour here. If you haven't done so already, please don't forget to like. It doesn't cost you anything. It helps to disseminate this episode out to more Libyacos fans around the world, help grow the community, subscribe, hit the bell, get notified every time a new video is out or when we go live after matches. Don't miss Ari's next deep dive because for sure, one, one thing's for sure, there are going to be more transfers coming in. Nick Hemphill, good evening, Gate 7 International from a Forest fan. Nick, get on the show, mate. Uh, I think Olympiacos fans would probably be quite curious to get to get views from a Forest fan. I'm dropping the link again. Whoever wants to get involved, hit the link. Come and join me. Question from Labros. How big of transfers is getting through to Europa? As soon as we clinch the Europe, clinch Europe, the tsunami begins. I said it earlier, mate. I'm expecting things to happen tonight, tomorrow. I think things are happening. All of us are probably going to be waiting for waiting around for midnight tonight to see if we if we get some news is it going to be christian teo says agulos goods would not be a bad signing mate all things considered our current situation he's a free transfer he's wanted by other clubs he's at a decent age 30 years of age not too old he's not not particularly young but he has the experience so many years playing at the, the highest level in, in in the spanish league la liga i think it would be a very very good signing one thing i'm a little bit kind of worried about is that we don't have a player that can really play on the right wing because De La Fuente that we brought in, he said it himself in his interview after joining the club, the official interview that he gave that he likes to play on the left. You know. So uh, I think Masuelos' best position is starting out on the left as well. I don't think he's as effective on the right-hand side. Can Teo play that role on, on the right? I'm not sure. I think he's a player that likes to play on the left and cut inside as well. Uh, he gives the same kind of width and technical ability uh, on the left. I haven't seen Teo play on the right. So that's that's something I'm a little bit worried about, is that we, besides Gary Rodriguez and Lazar Adjelovic, we don't have wingers on the right. And we, we already said about Rodriguez, not reliable. And Radjelovic, for me, not good enough. It's the type of player that he went out to Spain, you expect him to, to improve after the loan, he came back. It's basically got the same qualities and the same things that we that we criticized them about they haven't changed they haven't improved so you know it's time to go if you're serious about competing at the highest level in europe you can't rely on that kind of player
what else we got? We need to find better players in El Arabi and Valbuena and pay them less. Okay, yeah, we talked about that. Great win today for Nottingham. I saw the game. Congrats. I watched the game as well. Well fought victory at home. Good for them. Good for them. Players want at least Europa. Who would come here to play Conference League and Greek League? Lol. No one serious, says Labros. It's kind of true. I think it's, um, it was a big result on Thursday. Obviously, I think it changes in terms of who we can who we can attract. I think it is a factor. And people will look at the draw against Apollon and they'll think it's a draw that Olympiakos should be winning. So we should be in the group stages. We have to be careful not to be overconfident, not to get cocky. The game's 50-50. Apollon have some problems. They're going to be missing a key player, Dabo, up front. Uh, they just change manager. So it's it's a weird situation for them. We're going to have preview before that game. We're going to have friends from Cyprus come on and talk to us about Apollon. So I think at this point, guys, I'm going to, I'm going to close up. We've been going for over an hour. Make sure you like and subscribe if you haven't done so already. Hit that button, the like and the bell. Get notified whenever we go live. You will be notified when the preview episode is is coming out for the Apollon game on Thursday. Again, thank you so much for all your support. Messages keep coming in the chat. Send us comments. Anything that you think we haven't addressed tonight, you can leave it in the comments afterwards. We'll, we'll answer you. We always do. So again, guys, thanks for sticking with us. Have a well, enjoy the rest of your Sunday night. For some of you, it's Monday. I know people are listening, watching from all over the world. My regards to all of you, Galiziotes, for those of you that, that are in Greece and everywhere else in the world. Uh, Hellenism is everywhere. We're Gate 7 International, by the fans, for the fans. See you next time. Oh, 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 oh,